Hi, welcome back to another episode of Sex and Boba. I am uh, Oliver Wong, aka Buluma Yan, for my porn works. <laughs> I am your other host, Teresa Lowe, also known as Fill My Balls for Oliver's company. <laughs> <laughs> Not my company, okay. <laughs> Hi, Teresa. How have you been this week? I've been doing pretty good. I've been trying to go on dates. Um, the dates have been very unsuccessful because I never actually go. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you meet these guys? On um, Bumble? Yeah, so I finally downloaded Bumble because you've inspired me because you get laid so much and I get laid never. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't get laid on Bumble. I get laid on Grindr. <laughs> <laughs> True. And I'm on Grindr not for love. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured I was like, well, I'll try doing things my way, I guess. But I still wanted to, you know, you were... You inspired me because you meet people and I was like, I don't meet anyone. I don't put myself out there. So I, you inspired me to put myself out there. And then when I put myself out there, it was terrible. And I'm ready to go back home and uh, hide, hide. <laughs> <laughs> so what are all these guys doing wrong that you don't want to go out with them? Oh, my God. So I matched with this one guy and um, he seemed like he might be pretty cool. And he basically was like... He wants to have ethical non-monogamy, and I've been cheated on so much that I was like, "Well, I'm glad you're finally telling me." <laughs> He's an ethical cheater. Yeah, ethical <laughs> cheater. So I was kind of like, "You know what? I'm fine. I've been enough technically non-monogamous relationships that I didn't know about." So I was like, "Well, now you're going to tell me." So okay. So I actually agreed with him, and I told him, "I was like, you know, for me, it's really important that you put an effort because I can't even get turned on by like these lazy ass guys." And he said he would do it. And then we're about to meet. So we're texting, a, you know, to plan something. And then he sends me the most racist joke. And I was like, could you not say a racist joke in like 24 hours of meeting me? And so I was just kind of like, I don't, you know, I don't want to meet him. And he was just like, please give me another chance. It was a bad joke and blah, blah. And I was like, it just can't happen. And so it's basically like that. It's either I'd meet guys. They're really boring. We didn't end up wanting to meet. Or I would meet another guy and he would chalk with me. And then turn out he was really lazy, wanted me to drive to him. That was a turnoff. And then this guy who was like the only one that I was willing to actually meet up with then he turned out to just be so stupid how many guys have you actually talked to on Bumble so far so what I've done is since I've downloaded the app I try to do about 10 a week and then try to get one date from those 10 guys and then I'll delete them after a week if they don't don't respond yeah and then the thing is is that um i've probably chatted now with like dozens of men and i've gotten zero (laughs) because they some of them want to meet with me but they're so lazy yeah and i'm kind of like i don't even want to meet with you because you're going to turn me off with your laziness yeah and it's if it's about sex i don't want to give my sex away to these jerks so i was kind of like it's not working what what would get you to date then So it's so funny. All they have to do is not be boring enough that I'm like, sure, let's meet. And then they have to come to me, pick a place for the first date. They don't have to pick me up, but just come near me. Yeah. And it can be a restaurant near you. Restaurant, even a bar, even a coffee shop. It doesn't even have to be. Bowling alley. Yeah. Just show up near me and don't lie to me or like say something weird to me before we meet. That is it. That is the only criteria and no one can meet that. (laughs) I wonder if these people, they are so rich. They are like, oh, life is kind of boring. Why do I have to make so much effort to meet a girl? I can just hire a prostitute, you know? 
in that case, if yeah. they want to hire a prostitute, then they need to pay me to drive out there. Yeah. Because for me to drive out there, why am I driving out there to you? Yeah. What is the benefit for me? I'm right. getting nothing. So if a prostitute is going to get her money, that's a whole different story. <laughs> but for me, I'm like, what do I get from these guys? Yes. One guy, um, he lied to me when we matched. But when we actually started chatting, he's like, this is my real name. The reason I changed my name is because I'm very wealthy. And if you Google me, you're going to find out. So I Googled him. He is like a possibly billionaire like mm. i was like wow i've dated millionaires before i've never got to the the b before and then- <laughs> <laughs> next one is the t yeah the t <laughs> elon musk <laughs> but like so this guy though was like after we chatted i was like okay you seem nice he's like you seem nice let's meet up and he's like let's meet halfway and i'm a little bit like why the fuck am i gonna meet you halfway because this is not clearly like gonna lead to a relationship because i'm already turned off by you yeah and if you think i just want to go out with you for your money what money am i gonna get from you what what are you gonna give me so it's to me i'm like if i'm not being like a prostitute or like a sugar baby or something it's like what am i gonna get from you i'm curious when he's so he told you he is a billionaire no he didn't say that but he's like this is my name if you google me you're gonna find me and the articles let me know I wonder what was his intention though. Was he trying to tell you that he's wealthy? Is that his no, purpose? I think he was trying to basically be like, I'm not a liar. I uh, originally hid my name because I want to hide it from randos. Yeah. But if I actually want to meet you, I'll tell you who I am. Yeah. And then from that, I could find out he was very wealthy. So if this is a, okay, let's say if you match with a guy who doesn't have a lot of money, but who is not lazy, you will go out on yes! a date with him. Yeah. That's what's so crazy is like, I'm willing to meet these guys, but then it's just something ends up weird happening where I'll chat with him. They'll say something weird or like one of us will like lose interest. Like it's not about money anymore. Now yeah. it's more just like, do I even like you? And will you try? And the yeah. answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> We are so different. <laughs> if this guy is rich and he's hot and then he doesn't want to pick me up and then uh, we just want to go to have sex, I don't mind driving to him to just have sex, you know? But what do you get if he's rich and all you have sex and then you leave? You get nothing. I get a good orgasm. But like you would have got that from a poor guy too. Who cares if he's rich? A poor guy would have given you the same thing. I think there is something about fucking a rich guy that is empowering. I don't know about you, but I feel like I kind of like a vampire. I can suck the energy from the people that I'm having sex with. Like I kind of attach my energy to the people I'm having sex with. If you are having sex with like 100 rich guys, it makes you feel rich. Kind of like that. Does that make sense? I I see what you're saying, but I don't agree. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get how you get anything from that. Because it's empowering to have sex with people who are high status. I don't know. I don't agree with you. I I don't disagree either. I just don't feel one way or the other. Maybe I have to have too too low (laughs) self-esteem. No, I feel like your self-esteem is very high. So you're doing something right. But I also think too, it's like my self-esteem is pretty high too. So I was like, well, I think we just took our high self-esteem in different directions. A person's (laughs) status does not affect your chance of dating them or even fucking them 
No, it comes down to more. Um, but what I the one thing that I look for is do we have the same vision for how we want to live our lives? Do we have the same lifestyle? So, for instance, like I've been open to like idea of like dating an, another artist, and sometimes artists are rich, sometimes they're not rich. Like, I, it really doesn't matter to me as much as a are we going to get along? And um, yeah, do they put an effort? Do they act like they care? Mm, okay, so when you are on Bumble, uh. Did you say, oh, you are looking for relationship or yes. marriage or whatever? I put on there that I was looking for marriage, and then the whole section about the kids thing, I just put open, but it's not like a deal breaker anymore. Mm. So everybody who matches with you, they are also looking for relationships and marriage. They see what I want, and they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> What they want is just to, your to panties, me. your yeah, pussy. Yeah, they just want in there. And that's the thing is, like, I can spot it. The difference is, is, to me, I'm like, I can spot it, you know? And I also think, too, we talked about this before, the power of the pussy versus the dick. The dick's willing to go anywhere. Yeah. The pussy's more like, hey, man, I know I what this is worth. I'm not going to give this away to you. Yeah, yeah. They want to get you in pants first before talk about what you want. Yeah, yeah, and to me, I'm like, no, you're just snatching what you're trying to get. And I'm like, you're not going to be this booty pirate. Get out of here. It's yeah. Like, Steal. So uh, let's talk about the marriage scene a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Okay. Like me, I don't think I will get married in near future, and I don't believe I will be suited for marriage because I think I think you feel the same way. Marriage is a business relationship that you get into with a person for a lifetime. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> yeah. And you know what's really sad is like, I want to be romantic and believe that marriage is for love. But I feel like every example in my life, except for, ironically, my my um, family example is like, it's love and a partnership. But everyone else I've seen maybe friend-wise has always led more into the partnership relationship yeah and i'm a little bit like man they're kind of ruining my ideals but i'm also trying to be more realistic with time like for instance britney spears was a powerful woman and she was with that younger guy who's not making any same money. yes they got married and now i hear they're having all these problems oh really yeah <laughs> but where we, did you hear that yeah. i'm ready <laughs> no but i think it's all on the gossip right so who knows what's true or not true yeah. but when they're just dating, he's probably a lot nicer. I think yeah. when he got comfortable and got that ring, he probably was like, I can do whatever he wants. Because he wasn't contributing anything besides just being nice to her. Yeah. And if he's not nice to her anymore, he's not doing his job. Exactly, exactly. I was going to say, uh, I think, you know, once you get married, you have to talk about tax return. You talk about money. You talk about, okay, how do we split our uh, property? Those kind of stuff. It becomes really... Uh, financial driven once you get married and that kind of messes up a beauty of love yeah <laughs> no I can see that too like I even think about this too of like let's say when I'm going out with these guys who are rich and I know that you're like being with them feels powerful but I'm like they're not gonna give it to me so yeah. I was like what do I get from this nothing yeah you know a sense of rich <laughs> it's just a sense <laughs> it's a sense it's not like actions, right? so not even me, a cent but that's not, and then I think about this too is like let's say I went the opposite route where I dated a man who's not as rich as me and then what if I'm the provider and then he cheats on me and stuff and how mad would I be if I'm dating this cheater versus like when I was not rich and I was dating a rich guy who was cheating at least I was like well he bought all these dinners and stuff how mad would it be if I bought the dinners and he's cheating you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it really is scaring me at this point because I can't figure there's no pattern that works if you can buy a guy dinner and he's cheating you can buy another guy dinner and have sex with another guy 
<laughs> it still just makes me mad. I'm just like, why did I become this way? <laughs> but I think all powerful women eventually that happens where like I look at like let's say Cher. Yeah. Cher's like in her seventies and she's with like a thirty year old. And you know Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. good for her. Yeah, good for her. She's still getting dicks. She's young dick. Dick. Yeah. Young dicks. And but it's like you know, she probably has to pay for most of stuff. I don't know actually what's going on yeah. there. But usually probably the power dynamic. Probably, is yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, ew, I don't want to be like that. You but don't? Also, it, I might have to become that way. Yeah. At a certain point, you have to accept that like things change, you know. So like you that. don't really want to be a provider of finance in a relationship. I don't want to be the provider, but I feel like if I had to, I feel like, it, you I'm have to link into it. It's starting to happen. I'm like, oh my god, am I going to be the provider? That's terrifying to me. Because, but I'm Interesting. also rejecting these rich. But guys. isn't being a provider really empowering for you? I think for me, this is th- this is my problem. I'm very feminine. Yeah. So for me, I don't want to be the provider. I feel like that's a masculine thing. So also, when I become masculine, I'm also not as um sexually interested yeah so like for me you don't i think also that's why i'm like you guys got to put an effort because the minute i have to pay for everything and plan everything i become masculine i'm not turned on yeah you just get dry down there yeah i get dry (laughs) i was like unless you guys put on a dress we're not fucking (laughs) (laughs) that's a low bar (laughs) (laughs) but then if they do maybe yeah who knows what men would do anything to get into somebody's pants maybe but I think that's the thing. And that's the problem with marriage is that back when I was in my 20s and I was kind of always in the feminine, more submissive um, category, it was really easy to find a possible partner. And it was really easy to buy into the idea of marriage and be like this happy housewife. But now that I'm actually becoming successful, like financially, and I'm like, oh my God, am I going to have to be the provider? And that really is a turnoff to me, but it might be what happens. Oh, no. And it's scary. It's just... And it makes me never want to get married. But I, th- I want to get married. I think I'm the opposite because recently I have also been uh, financially successful. So right now I realize I can be a provider of uh, finance in a relationship. And that is really empowering to me. I think that is also part of the reason why I become a uh, top recently. Because I realize I can not control the narrative. I can lead in a relationship. And you, you know? like that now. I'm exploring. Interesting. Maybe, yeah. Is Maybe because there's also ties too, because I I'm not really an entrepreneur entrepreneur, but I do like to, you know, do my own stuff, take risk, and just kind of explore my world. I I like to you know take charge of my life, and then being a provider of finance also feeds into that. Mm. Yeah. Okay, let's say this. Okay, so right now you're 31, is that right? Yes. Do you imagine when you're 40, that's when you'll settle down and you'll become the top and like also the provider to like a 30-year-old or something? I think that might happen. And you're you're okay with that? I'm okay with that. But right now it's a little weird because then you'd have to date like a 20-year-old and that's too young. Y- yeah, 20 years are too young because yeah. they are immature. <laughs> yeah, but when you're 40, you don't mind taking care of the 30-year-old. No. So that's when you'll change. Yeah, and I think the difference between you and me is that I think I had a little problem with being a submissive when I was in my 20s. Oh. I don't think I like that. Interesting. Yeah. You just were, but you didn't like it. Yeah. 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 I don't like... Well, I mean, it's funny because also I experimented being dominant. Yeah. But the thing is, I actually liked that a lot if mm. the guy truly was like into it. Yeah. Like, I think I told you about that guy that I met off the kink app and I punch him in the balls and stuff. Yeah. That relationship was so fun because he <laughs> 100% owned it. He loved it. 
loved it. Like that, if that was like our long, if I married that guy and he wasn't a big liar secretly, I would have been very happy with was him. Was their relationship purely sexual? No, we actually got along so wonderfully. Yeah. We talked all the time. Oh, he wow. came to like my comedy shows. Oh wow! Every one of them, and that was really weird. He met my family virtually. Like really? He was such a psychopath. Yeah, he was such a psychopath. Like he really entered my world, and he like we were together maybe a few months, but he was like, "I'd like to marry you one day. I'd like to move in with you." And so we were really moving along fast, and that's why I was like, "He's a sociopath." <laughs> I basically almost got tricked by this, but like he, the fake relationship he set up for us to me was really fun. And I was okay with that. I was okay if he was like a guy was a hundred percent cool with being the um, submissive. submissive. You should keep the guy because you can have one guest to every comedy show. <laughs> he actually like, he sometimes looks at my stories and I'm always, sometimes I'm just like, what if I did take him back? Like he was probably the only ex that I'm like, that was the only one that I'd be like, that was kind of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. He still look at your Instagram. But he's the one I told you he's secretly married. Oh, he's the same guy. Same guy. So oh. he's, he's like the 25 year old. He, at this age, he's probably 28 now. Yeah. But like he's secretly married. So it's kind of like he's living a no longer life. secret. <laughs> I know, right? No longer secret. But it's kind of like if if he wasn't a secret liar, that relationship to me was very ideal. It was really fun. Well, are you still friends on Instagram? No, we. Oh. I, I unfriended him and oh. that made him mad. So he unfriended me, but he still watches my stories. <laughs> I wonder if his marriage is a public knowledge on his Instagram now. No, no, he like always he, has He still her. hides it. Yeah, but she claims him. He doesn't claim her. <laughs> yeah. You see, that's why you shouldn't get married, right? Right? And yeah. the thing is like, God... I don't want to live a constant life of being like, oh, I like you more than you like me. Yeah. And do you think if you really love somebody, you need a piece of paper to prove your love? I used to. I yeah. really like the idea of marriage. Like my parents are together. My sisters are married. And like my cousin's married. So it's like everyone in my life is, is married. married. And they seem like they're making it work. And so to me, I'm like, I kind of like the idea of, you know, a paper, a public declaration. I love all of that. And I'm kind of like, sometimes I get a little bummed out. Like, how come I'm the only one that didn't do it? Mm. I'm not even divorced. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, how did I not even get divorced? <laughs> like, what? I couldn't even get to the marriage stage. Would you... I don't know. Because like for me, marriage is just a thing that I think I will only do for finance reasons. Have you always been like that though? I think so. Marriage has... Well, I mean, I guess when I was in my early 20s, I did have the idea that, okay, I want to find a love of my life and just marry this guy. But I was introduced to uh, polyamory. And then I actually did a lot of research into polyamory. I read books and articles. And uh, I found out... Not I found out. I mean, there are some, you know scientists, social scientists, they believe that human beings are not wired to monogamy. Like our animalistic instinct is to uh, have connection with multiple people. But the reason why monogamy is invented was because of the arrival of agricultural society. But when we are just like ancient animals, like we are just chimpanzees walking in the forest, it's actually more uh, biological beneficial for us to survive if we have multiple partners. Hmm. Okay, so for you, let's say, because right now at the moment, you have no interest in marriage. Yeah. But what would possibly be the arrangement that would you be like, okay, I will actually marry, marry somebody? Um, 
first, uh, sexually, it needs to be an open relationship. I think if sexually is closed, then marriage is gonna be, uh, you know, disaster. I will only marry a person if he has uh, stable finance. He doesn't have to be rich like me, but he has new need to have stable finance. And then uh, he and I, we can also have other romantic partners. Mm-hmm. But the reason why we marriage each other is purely for the finance. In that case, then, it sounds like there's no, re- need, there's no need to ever get married in your case. Unless there is a financial reason. Right. But for the most part, if you're like so independent, what would be the reason? Uh, text advantages. Oh, okay. Something like that. Yeah. But even then, it's like, I don't know. Sometimes entangling from that, when it's just money-based, if you ever want to get away from them, it sounds like it's a lot of work to <laughs> untangle, where it's like, okay, how much is this going to be worth it? But let me ask you, though. Are you still searching for marriage? I I still want to get married. I'm yeah, so stupid. I'm like, I want romance and love, but am I going to get it? Maybe not. So for you, a romance without marriage is not successful. <sighs> if it's like a short-term romance, then I, I think about it, it's like still fun, right? I still had a fun, but that it's over. I think I want the long-term love. But is marriage the destination? I, oh, is, yeah. I don't know. I think so. But then at the same time, it's like, I just haven't got there. Yeah. Where it's like, I want to be there, but I've never got there. Because I think about this is that the closest I've ever been to marriage was in my 20s. Yeah. And um, there's two different partners. And I think about the life I would have had with them. And the life with one of them would have been pretty good. But my life now, I still think is more fun than the life I would have had with him. And then the second guy was like, I would have had to have been the breadwinner and he I actually think he would have been a loyal person to be with, but he kind of came into my life at the wrong time. Like if I had met him now or if he had come to me come back now, like basically 10 years later, I would have appreciated that he was not ambitious, that he was just supportive and that he's like, he's not a cheater. He's just a wonderful person. But when I met him when I was 28, I was like, I can't commit to this guy who's going to be a broke ass because I didn't believe that I was going to be the successful person that I had later become. Okay. But, but now ironically is after he and I broke up, this rich lady snagged him up. (laughs) Now they're married and have like three kids. Oh, wow. And she was older. Oh. So he and I were the same age. I think I was like, let's say 28. She was like, I think in her 30s. And she found him after he and I broke up. And she snatched him up. And now they live the life that basically. That you want to live. That I want to live now. So <laughs> I almost have to do what she did and just find this like 28 year old and be like, you're mine. And just snatch him up. But it's like that. That's some. Be a vulture. Yeah. Be a vulture. <laughs> but I respect what that lady did because she knew what she wanted and the timing for her was right. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, as when I was 20, I didn't know that I was going to be successful. I didn't know that I was one day going to be able to provide. Yeah. But if I was going to provide, I would have been happy to go back in time, snatch up that guy and be like, you can come now to the future with me. But now you can provide. Now I can provide, but now it's weirder because now when I find these like younger guys, I'm like, are you just trying to use me? Are you going to stick around? Because that 28-year-old guy from my past, he was a good guy who would stick around. All these other people, I'm like, are you going to be like these social climbing vultures? I don't know. Okay, so let's say if there's a younger guy, he wants to marry you, but he doesn't have money, but he wants to have kids with you as well. Would you do the whole marriage thing with him? 
if he wanted that life and he truly wanted to be like the house husband and take care of those kids and I 100% believed he was going to do that, sure. But the thing is, is that what if he just tricked you like a Kevin Federline with Britney and just <laughs> impregnate her and gets that money and then disappears? Yeah. I feel like you're more likely to get that than the one who's actually like, oh, I really want this. So the fear of losing your money is bigger than the uh, prospect of having kids. Well, you know what? That's an interesting thing that you say that because I always think about this. If I really want to have kids, why don't I just go to sperm bank? Why attach myself to this mooch? Yeah. Like, I feel like the sperm bank's a little better bet. Yeah. Um, unless the guy truly is going to hang around and be good to the kids. Like, Kevin Federline, I don't believe is, like, good to those kids. Yeah. Well, maybe he is. I actually don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. We talk about Britney Spears on this podcast a lot, by the way. I'm so I love Britney Spears as well. I love her. Speaking of a sperm bank, uh, you know, there's, like, a, <laughs> for some reason, recently I've been getting ads on my Instagram, and then it's from sperm banks. Oh, because of the script I'm writing for you. Oh, really? Remember, I'm writing a sperm bank script for you. And like, so you probably, you emailed me about sperm banks. And so maybe that's shown up in your algorithm because that's a, one of the scripts we're doing. What scripts? Um, for AO Flicks. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. now like the algorithm probably thinks you are interested. And this is the sperm bank's uh, ad slogan. Need funds for your startup? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a question. How much does a sperm bank even give a man? Like, I thought it was just a hundred bucks. No, 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 a couple thousand. I think it's at least three thousand dollars per shot. No. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. I didn't know that. The thing is, I cannot donate because I'm HIV positive. Oh. I was like, fuck, I lose one stream of income. <laughs> you know, I almost donated my eggs when I was in my 20s, and I really regret not doing it. I chickened out because I was like, oh, one day I want to have kids, and I don't want other people to have my kids. And now I'm just like, I should have just given them Can away. Can you not donate? Once you're over 30, they don't accept it. Oh, well, there's discrimination. <laughs> oh, but nobody wants old ass eggs. Yeah. Right, How much do you get from? Oh my God, I was going to get five to 10 per harvest. How many harvests can you donate? You can do six a year. What? Could have got 60K a year. What? And I should have done it because I really thought I was going to have kids one day. Is there a limit on how many harvests you can donate in your lifetime? Um, what basically once you hit 30. So okay. if I had, st I think when I first looked into it, I think I was like 27 or something. So I had three years to do it and I just never did it. And I'm like, I really regret. There's so many things I regret. Like I left so much money on the table. That's how I view it. In my life, I was like, I, I was like that when I was younger I should have like been a sugar baby like full out when I was like young and then I should have donated those eggs there's so many things that I could have like got so much more income when I was in my 20s that's so interesting let's talk about things that we regret okay, okay. I regret not learning the piano when I was a child oh okay yeah <laughs> yeah because I realized I mean I still know how to play the piano but I learned it when I was a teenager and then I realized oh that was a mistake I should have asked my parents to have me learn a little earlier because I think knowing how to play music is such a valuable skill <laughs> mm. yeah it really helps me in my life I regret not learning how to speak Mandarin ah. because when I was growing up, like my parents would speak it to me so I could understand them, but I would speak English back to them. Yeah. And I was really embarrassed by the language. I was really embarrassed to be Asian because I was in Kansas. Yeah. And I, I really regret losing that skill. You can still learn it. I it's mean, it's really hard. But you understand it. So that is easy. Yeah. But like my older sister can speak it. And yeah. so it was just like, 
I don't know. There's something about my brain of like, um, I don't have a good voice to like hear languages phonetics. or phonetics and yeah. things like that. Yeah. So I, I can't pick it up. How about your younger sister? She can't do it at all. She can do it at all. But your parents, they still speak Mandarin pretty well. Yeah, my parents do. Okay. Yeah. So do they speak Mandarin when you are at home right now? Um, to each other, yes, but to me, they speak English. I see, yeah. I see. How do I regret else? I think we talked about this, like doing all the internships in Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> I regret that. <laughs> Sometimes I think, like, do I regret, like, you know, I was talking about the guy almost married when I was in my 20s. Yeah. That would have been a whole different life. And I'm kind of like, I look at what his life would have been like with you know what I, my life would have been like with him and like i would have been married and have kids but i don't think he'd let me have a career i definitely couldn't do stand-up yeah and so sometimes i'm like would i have chosen a stable family life or stand-up and i think if someone gave me those two cards i would pick stand-up so i guess i still actually won at the end of the day yeah but i i'm a little sad i can't have both you cannot have both. If you are a stand-up comedian, I don't think you can have a stable housewife life. No, I have to give up the housewife life. You can't. You, you, yeah, you have to. But now I'm kind of thinking like, if I want to get married or at least have a stable partner, does he have to be a stand-up or at least someone who's in comedy? Because who else would put up with this life? Uh, crazy entrepreneur like Maybe. Elon Musk. Oh my, okay. Yeah. This is the craziest thing. So I might be on this uh, television show television show in the summer and it's about basically how i got cast was i'm very smart yeah. like that's how they cast people sometimes i'm just like what if i'm on that show and it was a hit and elon musk sees me he's like uh, i want to impregnate her uh, like, okay you would can. you say yes for him yes yes but you wouldn't really love him love him right he doesn't you, love anybody you though. don't care you just want the kid and the money the difference with him is like you know 100% what you're getting you're yeah. getting a child and some money yeah because he's at least gonna give and you the five money five Teslas yeah. yeah so I'm a little bit like for you Elon sure sure <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg um if he also paid for I think they all would actually yeah. they still pay they yeah. don't, none of those guys would love you uh-huh. in those situations they don't love you and yeah. like, I feel like they know you know it yeah so I think it's okay you're, you're, you're okay with that I'm okay if that's the game if that's what so you you don't care if you are attracted to them well, if they're just impregnating me, if we actually are expected to have a relationship, you can't force a relationship. Uh, how though. do you want them to impregnate you? Like through a sperm bank or actually fucking you? I would prefer just a sperm bank. <laughs> <laughs> no missionary. No missionary to me. I'm like keeping these legs. That's <laughs> nice to me. The less I have sex, I, even though I want it, I don't like need it, especially from some like annoying dude. Yeah. And so I think that's why when I go on Bumbles and these guys, even if they're rich they act like they're this elon musk type or mark zuckerberg type but i'm like you're not presenting me with a deal you're we're meeting on right. as a relationship as a relationship this is bad yeah if you're just giving me some cash and like a baby sure it's a different story yeah show me the deal Venmo. Yeah. yeah tell your lawyer to draft yeah. up a contract but if you're thinking like this is a bumble like let's go get coffee and that's <laughs> how you act no, you can't have it both ways, rich guy. You need to be nice or you need to give up the money. Okay, I told you I want to have a my own game called Spit and Swallow. Yes, <laughs> you did tell me about Tell the viewers what. So uh, I think the viewers and the listeners, you guys know this game, uh, Smash and Pass. So basically, you know, we will ask you a person and then you say if you want to smash this person or you pass. But I have my own uh, take on that, which is Spit and Swallow. <laughs> if I gave you a person, would you spit his sperm or swallow his sperm? But I think both of them, it's like, 
Because the thing you're still giving them a BJ no matter yes. what, so they don't really care. <laughs> I think it'd be a little different if it was like smash and pass. At least is that you give it up or don't give it up. Yeah. BJ, they still got a BJ out of you. <laughs> but it's more about if you want to swallow their sperm. But the answer for most people, I don't want to swallow anyone's sperm. <laughs> I really realized uh, about time. One thousand dollars per swallow. But that's a little different than anyone who gives you money, you'll swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I'll swallow anything for a thousand dollars. Really? Okay, listeners, present your deal. <laughs> well, that's Why is your Venmo? <laughs> it's a whole different thing if you're willing to give me a thousand dollars. Sure. Now we're talking about, like, now, now the, it seems like the real game is how much to suck your dick. Because <laughs> I've seen this online where someone was like, for a million dollars, which you suck a guy's dick, and they ask straight men this. And these guys who say no, other people are like, why would you turn down a million dollars? Are you that homophobic <laughs> yeah. that you wouldn't provide for your family for a million dollars? None of your family would be like, oh, we're so sad you got a million dollars. I would lick a pussy for $1,000. <laughs> yeah. But a thousand is also kind of like, it's a lot, but not enough for some people yeah but like a million it's hard to be like oh exactly yeah. even yeah. ten thousand like, it, it also depends on how many how many times that how many uh opportunities i have if uh, they are like 10 pussies want me to lick them and each pussy offers one thousand dollars i would do that <laughs> I, I don't know if that is ever gonna happen i might have to go on craigslist <laughs> okay i have a question so it was about money and marriage again yeah if a woman wanted to marry you, and uh -huh. like, say so she's a rich lady, but she basically says, if you don't have sex with me, you won't get your allowance or whatever you need for this marriage. Okay. Would uh, you do it? How it's much a woman. How much allowance? Let's say, um, let's say you get to live in her nice, really nice house, and she'll give you like, let's say, um, a thousand a week. So you're pretty. It's a pretty sweet life. You have a home, and you get some spending money. You just have to fuck this lady once a week. For a thousand dollars, as long as I have my freedom, as long as I'm not like being controlled like uh, the princess in Beauty and the Beast, I would do that. Okay, what about this? What if it's every day, not a <laughs> every day? I don't think I can do that. <laughs> See, that's what's so interesting is like how much gay sex you have. You're like, yeah, <laughs> once a week with a woman, you're like. Gross! You actually spit like you look like you're in a vomit. If it's more like a glory hole kind of deal, no, you you really have to pretend to be enjoying it and fuck this woman daily for one thousand dollars. No, a week. But also, you're living in her house, so you're kept. You're like ba basically you're, oh, you're that's stable. True, though. Uh, I would negotiate. <laughs> I'll be like, do you actually want that much sex for me? But let's say it's this every day. Because that's what some people have to do to have, like, basically have a kept life. Yeah. You have to have daily sex. I don't think I would do it. Wow. Yeah. So that actually goes to show you, you truly wouldn't marry someone you didn't like for money. But if he's a guy, then the chance of me saying yes will be higher. But even then, I'm just saying, though, like, the idea of, you know how some people will marry someone and they're like, oh, he's really ugly or whatever, but yeah. he's just rich. But really, you have to like them enough to be like, I'll do you every day for this lifestyle you're getting. That is true. I guess my problem is $1,000 per week is not enough. But I mean, like, let's say you're living in a really nice house, your food's all taken care of, you're married, you're set. Yeah. And let's even say you don't have the exact money specific, but you're just married to someone and, and you're set. And my life is set. Yeah, but you have to have sex 
every day. Okay, if that's the uh, condition, my only request is that I have my own freedom. Like I can still do my own stand up. No, then no. Yeah, see that goes to show you though, you really wouldn't marry just for money. Not just for money. Because that's the thing too. Most people. When they think that I want to marry for money, it's like, no, you have rules. Yeah. You got to give this person sex. You got to give up this life. You got to give up certain friends. You, you know, there's all these things you actually end up giving up. And so most people, I think, truly do marry for love. Yeah. In some regards. Money's a part of it, but love's a part of it, too. Somewhat. But I also, but, uh, I agree with that. But I also believe whenever people are going to get married, they are not just thinking about love. No, that's true yeah, too. You yeah. have to think of all parts because let's say you love someone, but they're a huge drunk. Yeah. You know, they're going to ruin your life. Yeah. You just know that. And it's really hard because sometimes you love something, but you're like, this is going to get worse and worse with time. Exactly. Yeah. And it's well, scary. One time I heard somebody say marriage is the most important Financial decision you can oh, make. Oh yeah, that was on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It is, but yeah. I think it's true because you spend money on dates, but also it's like if you're with someone and they're really motivated, maybe you can start a business together, or maybe they'll give you really good advice. Or if you're really with someone jealous, they're like, you can't hang out with this person and you miss opportunities. Exactly. Yeah. So, like I think about that too. Like the guy when I was in my twenties and I wanted to marry. If I took a meeting, he'd be like, that guy just wants to fuck you, and like just wouldn't let me do anything. Yeah. And if I want to hang out with my friends, he's like, I don't like that friend, and that's just like what? So controlling. So controlling. So would you actually marry somebody and then your life is sad, but you have to give up your freedom? That's basically, I think, what I would have got if I had married that guy. But you wouldn't 20s. do that. And I didn't. Yeah. And I'm actually glad. Yeah. And sometimes when I look back and I really regretted, because I, I miss him sometimes. But then I'm also like, ew, no, I don't. Because now mm, I'm just yeah. like. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Because it's like what I would have given up, what I have now. I'm so much happier where I am now. Exactly. Um, But yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Teresa, I feel like you just need to embrace your your identity as a strong independent woman and be alone yeah yeah with your cat but where am i gonna get sex because i'm just kind of like ugh. pay for it i don't want to pay for it but i maybe people want to pay me uh ten thousand dollars now <laughs> 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 i don't want to give it away for a thousand i'm just like ew don't take it from me <laughs> i'm totally open for the idea of prostitution i don't mind how about you um, I don't even know. I think it depends on how much because I really think like if I set my bar at a thousand, I feel like someone's gonna call and be like, I have a thousand. I'm like, ah <laughs> <laughs> So I really don't know. Because I have this funny thing where um I go to the fourth wall quite a bit. Yeah. And one of the comics there was so funny because I was talking about like going on a date with this guy and he lied about his age. And um the comic was like He's just lying to you because he's trying to get you. He's peacocking. You need to just give it to him. I was like, just give it to him. <laughs> why? What did this guy that do? That's what the guys are thinking. Yeah, and I was like, ew. And so that's why I'm a little bit like, no, shop's closed a little bit. So uh, you, you are you are talking about like, oh, where can I get sex if I don't, you know, get married or if, or or if, if I'm alone? Like yeah, yeah. Because the problem is I don't like them. I don't like anybody anymore. I also think comedy has killed it for me because I'm around men all the time and I view them all platonically. So now whenever I meet men, I almost view them always platonically. Very few people can actually trigger the romantic element now. Yeah. And I meet men that are like handsome and it used to maybe be my type when I was like younger. So it's like, they're not like they're ugly dudes by any means. It's just they're all in the friend zone. No one or 
rarely can break through. Your estrogen is like shutting down. <laughs> Maybe I don't know what's happening. Or these men's has too much estrogen. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. And I every week that we talk, I'm getting closer to try to figure out what's wrong with me because there's something wrong. Something's broken. I, but I feel like you are probably just at the point of being content with your life. You don't need anything else to validate you. You don't need men. You don't need sex. You don't need money. And I think that is actually a good sign. Maybe. I don't know. Because uh, do you know the, the model Amber Rose? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She gave this really interesting talk where, um. so I guess her ex-boyfriend, he's the one who ended up with Cher. <laughs> oh, really? And someone asked Amber what she thought about it. She's like, I don't care about men anymore. I just want to hang out at my house, relax, and hang out with my kids. I don't <laughs> care anymore. And I was kind of like, am I reached that point? Maybe, maybe I've reached her point because I think she's reached that point too of just like, I'm fine. Leave me alone, drama people. Yeah, right. yeah, that's great. I, I want to follow up question about uh, you wanting to have sex. So like for me as a gay man, sometimes I'll wake up with a morning word and be like, oh my God, I really need to have sex right now. Otherwise I will explode and become a zombie in my bed or whatever. But would you have that feeling or you are like, oh, I am kind of horny, but I don't need to go on apps and find a guy to fuck. If I feel horny, I will just like masturbate. Yeah. And but like I would ideally like to have a partner to have sex with, but yeah. then I like where am I going to find that partner? So I still like satisfy my own needs. Yeah. But I don't like seek I don't seek a man to satisfy yeah. those needs. I would like a man to satisfy mm. those needs. Like yeah, I was basically like celibate for like one year. Yeah. And then I kind of broke that by dating someone for about a month. And like dating someone for about a month, I was like, oh, I kind of forgot what it was like to, to like, have sex, have sex <laughs> and like enjoy myself. Like it was it's just really... like swimming. You still got it. Yeah. yeah when, when I was doing it, we did it a lot. It was like great. But like, you know, but then I think when he killed the like emotional component and then I was kind of like, oh, it's fine. And I completely just shut down with him where I was like the idea of him touching me again. Now I'm like revolting. Yeah. And now it would become revolting versus like the one month I was with him. I was like, oh, I really, really felt bonded with him. Mm. But after he killed the emotional part, I was like, oh, OK, back back home to myself. <laughs> Every time I have conversations with you, I'm just still amazed by how different men and women are. Because <laughs> if I, w I were you, I'd be like, okay, we don't have the emotional component, but your dick is still in act. Oh, he wanted to like just fuck me as a yeah. friend. But to me, I was like, no, you're you're degrading me. You went from being like, I'll take That's you on perfect. dates. <laughs> 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 oh, for me, that made me mad because I, yeah. it went from, oh, I'll take you on dates and like really care about you to be like, you can come over sometimes. If you want, yeah, if you want. we can watch Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I was a little bit like, OK, so you just downgraded me. Let me like, cook you popcorns. <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit. I don't know. I got really like mad, yeah. like really mad. And so I was a little bit like it went from being like really nice to being like, OK, you're now treating me like crap now. It's cooking it plus. When, if they cook? Yeah. I like if someone cooks. Yeah. Like, I like all that. I basically like anything that's, like, 
nice Effiful. with effort. Because really, I, I, I think this kind of actually triggers from when I was younger, no one really cared about me. Like I was the middle child. Yeah. Like no one noticed me. I was always by myself. And like, you know, I'd always want people to come to like my show. Like when I was a kid, I would do like theater and stuff. I wanted people to come and no one came. You know, I was just really lonely. Yeah. And so when I got older, I was a little bit like, why would I choose to be around people who keep making me feel that way? Yeah. So now I'm always like, just act like you give a crap. Yeah. And that really matters to me. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I just don't want to feel that way that I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of the same. I don't know if if this is why a lot of writers, they become writers because <laughs> they are just left alone all the time yeah. and they don't have any outlet to express their emotions. Right. I remember when I was a child, my parents, they had a really rocky marriage, which I think is also why I don't believe in marriage. Oh, yeah. But they're together. They are right? still together, but oh. the marriage back then was really rocky because they have some uh, financial issues. They need to figure it out. Wow. You see? And then there might also be the reason why I feel like marriage is just a financial transaction because the reason why my parents' marriage was going to fall apart was because of finance. Wow. So it tells you that if the finance is not working out, the marriage is not going to work out. So interesting. Yeah, but anyway, so like back then, I was kind of lonely and I was feminine. I was bullied in high school. And then my younger brother was, he is still six younger than me. So back then, like when you are a teenager and your brother is six years younger than me, there's like a huge gap. You cannot really talk to your brother about anything. So I just didn't really have any friends. And then I remember I will just write out my emotions and publish it as a blog on the internet and searching that people and just hoping that people will read it and relate. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like that too because um, this is a very dark story. But when I was like, and I remember in first grade, I used to chat all the time. And my first grade teacher told my parents, and I don't think she was seeing this in a, like your kid's bad. She's like, oh, Teresa chats all the time with uh, all the students all the time. I don't know how she meant to say it but she that's what she revealed my dad hit me for it he was like you shouldn't talk all the time you need to be quiet and blah blah, blah. and so i was always really quiet so i only could express myself through writing because i wasn't allowed to talk or i got hit for talking too much and so yeah i, I would just write my feelings all the time i was always really angry and i was also always by myself yeah or and when i w did have friends it was like a one-on-one -on -one connection so i really valued the people i had those connections yeah. with but everyone else i was like oh i'm kind of alone here and so yeah as an adult whenever people make me feel that way i'm like i don't need you yeah 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 and so it's kind of an interesting thing where i thought my attachment style was anxious but it now went from anxious to possibly i'm getting to become avoidant yeah yeah which is a little scary because that's the one that's the worst one <laughs> really I think I'm avoidant. I think yeah. we are. That's why we're like alone. <laughs> we are highly independent. Yeah, but that's not good. Yeah. I, there's actually this really good book. It's um, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. I saw that you yeah. shared on your Instagram. But it's really important is that people who are independent, you, once you become independent, you're supposed to go to the next step and become interdependent. Independent, yeah. But it's like some people are too scared. But you can't. But dependent people can't become interdependent. Yeah. But once you're independent, you need to actually start bonding with other people. As a highly independent person, I'm actually kind of scared when I have to make commitments to activities with friends. Really? Mm. Even friends? And I am really... I have this irrational fear that friends would take away my 
personal space and individuality for some reason. I know it's not healthy and I'm pretty sure all my friends would not do that. But I just feel like the reason why I can maintain all my individuality is because over the past few years, I've always been alone. So I'm like, okay, if next week I'm going to hang out with five friends, I'll be like, oh my God, this is too much. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to do that. And I just want to cancel, you know? Wow. You know, it's interesting. I've never felt that way with friends, but romantically, I can't, I have problems. I really have a hard time bonding with people because once I'm bonded with them and they betray me in some way, it's just too hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, this is just a sad thing to say is that, you know, I was talking about that nice guy, if I can go back in time and snatch him, but I can't, but like he was probably the only one who I was like, oh, he was a hundred percent bonded to me and I wasn't nice to him. Yeah. And I was like kind of a bummer. You wasn't nice to him? No, because I used to get really mad at the time because I was like, why aren't you more motivated or all this other stuff? I really wanted him to be something else. Yeah. But what he was was already great. He was just not right for me at the time. I see. I see. And so the woman who snatched him up, I was like, she appreciated what he was and didn't try to change him. She just accepted what he was. And I think when we are young, we always want to change other people. Yeah. And when you get older, you realize you cannot change anybody. Nope. You get what you get. (laughs) I think the reason why I realized that is because I realized I cannot even change myself. <laughs> oh, you can't. oh my gosh. So I've been l- listening to like a lot of these like self-help YouTube uh, channels. And one of them was interesting about like people who like don't want to commit and can't bond to people. And they're basically like run away from those people because you can't change. You them. cannot change. Them. And it basically yeah. said is that the confusion they cause to you is your closure. Because if they're oh. not committed, Get rid of them. Don't listen to their excuses. Don't listen to their backstory. Just be like, okay, thanks. Bye. They're either like 100% committed or they're not. Get rid of anyone in between is the same as no. 100% wants to be there. Yeah. When a guy is not sure if he want to be in a relationship, he doesn't want to be be in a relationship with you. Get rid of them. That's what I'm saying. 100% get rid of them. Yeah. Sometimes I'm also the person who is a little confused as well. Because I I can tell some of the guys, they really want to get closer to me. But I'm just not interested Wow. And um, sometimes I will tell them I'm not interested, but sometimes I have a hard time telling them, hey, I'm not interested. It just depends on the context. But like, why would it be hard for you? Uh, if it's in person, if you really don't want to ruin a good moment, I guess. Wow. So, you know, sometimes once you have sex and then the other person will be like, oh, I want to have sex with you. I want to see you again or whatever. And I will be like, yeah, for sure. But in my mind, I would be like, I probably would not see you again. (laughs) But I wouldn't say, how would you say that though? How would you? Yeah, right? I I kind of, I don't know. I do a little opposite of you is I just tell people like to their face. And then later, like if I like leave, it's like I did tell you 24 hours. I just more like I committed to it. My biggest issue is sometimes I'll I'll waffle with it. Yeah. But I don't really have a problem telling people what I think. Yeah. I think I have a problem of just taking people back and kind of like lying to myself. So you would tell a guy you're not interested. I have done that pretty often. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes I'll just ghost them. I'm actually realized like, I also didn't realize ghosting was so bad. Yeah. And then I found out ghosting was terrible. And <laughs> so I was like, oh, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. And I guess avoidant people 
ghost. Yeah. And I didn't really, I thought I was anxious, but I might be avoidant now. Mm. But I guess my question to you is you're kind of more openly avoidant than I am. I yeah. think I'm kind of a mix of both. Like, is there anyone who's ever been like, they liked you, yeah. but then you were like, no, but did they ever change your mind in any way? Or is it nah, always 100%? I think it's always 100%. Wow. And it annoys me when they are trying to change my mind. Whoa. Mm. Because that, it, it, when somebody who I'm not interested tries to make me interested <laughs> in them, it only makes me more uninterested. Whoa. Because they... I'll be like, just take no for an answer. If you cannot take no for an answer, I would just even don't want to be with you more. But is there ever like the Hollywood way of like, if I keep pursuing them, they'll change their mind. Has that, nothing like that ever will work on you? Never? No. I feel like it's worked on me, but I also wonder if it worked because there was a smidgen of hope. That already, yeah. Like for instance, when that older man that I keep taking back for years is yeah. because he knew that I was never a hundred percent done with him. I was maybe mm. mad, but I was never like you know. So I'm a little bit like. But I think the difference is he want he did get to that point where it's like a yes. Yeah. So he might have screwed it up, but he got to the yes. Yeah. But maybe yours are like they never got to the yes. No, they never got to the yes. Yeah. yeah I think maybe I, that's the difference. Have you actually? went on a date with somebody and then after the day you are not interested in going on a second date with them and you tell them in person hey I don't think this is gonna work out I think that's it <gasps> okay crazy story yes but it just got worse I should have listened to my first instinct so I one time went on a date with this guy and um, the first date I remember thinking he was handsome but he made a bunch of really inappropriate jokes racist, racist jokes. jokes and I made a mistake is like I was like ooh, I don't want to go out with him he asked me on a second date and I said to him, I was like, well, I wasn't really comfortable with your humor. I don't think we're going to work out. And he was like, oh, I'm really nervous. Please give me another chance. I'm a really nice guy. I just got nervous and I won't say stuff like that again. So I was like, fine. Second date I went out with him. He was completely nice, said sorry. And the date was like really good. So we ended up dating for like a few weeks. And then after we had sex, then we like went on a, a second or third date not second or third, but second or third date after the sex. Then he started becoming more comfortable. And the first night, the racist joke guy, that guy came back. So it almost like he like hid himself for maybe about a month. And then the real guy came out. And that's when I was like, oh, I should have just ran away the first time. Did he call time. you chink? <laughs> no, nothing like that. Yeah, but like kidding. he made a bunch of like racist jokes where like, I can't remember what they were, but let's say like a hacky one, like driving or some, something stupid like that, but annoying. But he also believed like affirmative action was like terrible. He really believed that like um, uh, minorities got like things that like white people didn't get, like really Republican value type of weird stuff that I was like, I can't listen to this yeah. too much. But he hid that for about one month after I told him I didn't like it. So I he won me over, but then the fake guy won me over. You see... The fake guy came out once he get into your pants. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's what I've learned yeah. too. And like, that's what kind of bums me out is like, I have kind of like these weird trust issues where I'm just like, oh, are they tricking me? Even when I told you when I dated that young guy recently, he finally broke the celibacy spell where I was like, was he tricking me? Like, I don't know. Like, I've been tricked so I much. Think the, I think men, they don't even know if they are tricking you or not because they are just thinking with their dick. 
Yeah, yeah that's right. True exactly. Too. That's true. They probably don't have that malicious intention. Be like, I want to trick Teresa. No, they. I don't think men are smart like that. <laughs> But you know what? That makes me feel better. Yeah. But at the same time, for me as a woman, I'm like, oh god, I can't have this again. You know? <laughs> And because I think it's like men versus women, where like you're kind of like, ha ha, your your dick goes everywhere. You don't care, yeah. right? Me, I'm a little bit like I'm the receiver. I can't handle all these like dicks coming at me, <laughs> yeah. lying to me all the time. So I'm a little bit like shop is closed. I'm terrified. I'm so terrified. And like that's the problem is like I've so many people like they really try hard and then the, the, the rug gets swept out under me where I'm just like I can't keep having this. I just want someone honest who's got to like be stable and it never happens. You should just close down your pussy for repair for a while. I think so. Yeah. I almost for re- renovation. I even wonder if I should even delete these apps because these guys are just like so annoying. I don't actually meet them, and I waste so much time on this app. That's true, though. I waste a lot of time on Grinder as well. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a time sucker. Yeah, and I'm not gonna marry any of them. It doesn't appear that way. So. Yeah, bummer. All right, Teresa, thank you so much. Thank you, Oliver. All right, uh, all my listeners, all our listeners, please, please subscribe to our Spotify. I think right now we have 54 subscribers Ooh, <laughs> on Spotify. <good>. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it going to 100, guys. Yeah, yeah. to 100. All right. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Oliver Wong Comedy or TikTok. Okay, follow Teresa at Instagram at Teresa Lowriter. Bye 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 bye. Bye.